Um, for me, I think it's un. I mean, this is ah, I bit my tongue. Um, got a small mouth. Good. So we're both in pain. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the pod. Welcome to Gentle Bullying. Hey, Landon. Hey, Timmy. What's gentle bullying? Timmy, gentle bullying is when you approach your friend and you ask how they're doing. And then as soon as they tell you the slightest bit of information about their personal selves, you hold on to it forever until you can use it against them. Yeah. Wait, that's just bullying, isn't it? That's just bullying. I agreed too quickly. (laughs) (laughs) To answer your question, I don't know. That's fine. I mean, who really does know what gentle bullying is? I hope any of our listeners do. I mean... I've been asked recently, and it's like, hey, what's your podcast about? And I just, I can't tell them. I came up with a really good answer for you, and I don't remember what it was. Okay, well, so yeah, you came up with the answer, and I have used it once since you came up with it before. Before you told me that, I just couldn't. Yeah. What was, what was the answer that I told it's you? It's a social commentary with sass. That's what I said. Yes. So to answer your question, a social commentary with sass. Cool. But that's less fun. Yeah. But it is more direct. And more accurate. Yeah. I love specificity. All right, Landon, Tell we're going to try something new. Shit. Instead of just asking how your week is, because I, but I do still want to know. Okay. Can I have a high of your week and a low of your week? Best well, t- part, worst part. Well, to me, um, the low of my week was my week. Uh-huh. Um, oh. Shitty week. Mm. So if you're asking how my week was, the answer is bad. It was bad. Just some bad stuff happened. It wasn't great. I, you know, I was stressed all fucking week. Um, and felt like I was nonstop stressed and nonstop moving to get rid of the stress, which didn't get rid of the stress because I was nonstop moving to get rid of the stress. And yeah, I finally snapped out of that. Two days ago, one day ago, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So two nights ago, I had producer Ben over, and I was like, "I'm gonna skirt all my responsibilities tonight. I'm gonna save my homework till tomorrow. I know it's due tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow morning." Yeah. Um, and we're just gonna play fucking Madden. Just gonna play some video game football, and it was great. Had a good time, and then I skirted a responsibility that's not really a responsibility the next morning, just like a volunteer thing that I'm not really needed at. Cool. So I was able to sleep in. And once I did that, I was way better off. Love that. Yeah. Um, so, but that wasn't the high of my week when Ben came over. Let me tell you the high of my week. Today. <laughs> Did you hear that, Ben? You weren't the high of the week. Ben can never possibly be the high of my week. <laughs> Fun. Unless he finally admits his true feelings towards me. Positive or negative. Like, I'll feel great about it. Fair. Yeah. Um, high of my week. This morning, I was in my 8 a.m. class. And the professor's talking about a mathematician who was, like, a serious alcoholic. And he, like, killed himself with alcohol. I, I don't know. Like, died of alcohol poisoning, whatever. I don't know. He didn't, like, clarify. Yeah. But died of alcohol around, like, 46. And so he said that. And I'm like, that's the dream. And I said it a little bit too loudly. And so, like, <laughs> half the class laughed. And the professor looks at me. He's like, what are you saying? And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. That's fine. He's like, no, what do you say? He's like, it's, no. No, nothing at all. So what did you say? He just kept trying to get me to say it until he finally got bored and just moved on. Highlight of my week. Love that. Yeah. Love that for you. Also, um, regarding your low, I don't want to think of it as you skirting responsibility, but maybe prioritizing mental health. By skirting responsibilities. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. 
We're just trying to spin it. Ain't no spinning to be done. All I know right. what I did. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. What's this episode about again? Ah, it doesn't matter. Timmy, what were the highs and lows of your week? Uh, the high of my week was today I had a really great conversation with my sister-in-law because I was nervous about today talking about mental health on the pod. Um, And she was just very kind and was like, hey, just share what you feel like needs to be shared because it might actually help somebody. And I was like, you right. But also sometimes I feel like I share too much on the pod, you know, and I don't think and that what did that guy say to you? I was just gonna say I don't know if she listened to the last podcast. Because <laughs> if she did, she might have given me different advice. But it was very nice. And Rachel, I love you very much because I needed to hear some encouragements. Um, My low of the week, it's kind of a low. I've had like just honestly a mediocre week um i'm getting bullied at work <laughs> just gently bullied i mentioned to one of my coworkers the podcast oh no and he started listening to it so that's cool but also now every time i open shared documents that we're both in there are just little things left for me <laughs> and i took a picture and sent this last one to you um because i opened it up and there was a picture of jonathan taylor thomas and benny the jet rodriguez <laughs> And it said, whenever you're having problems, just think, what would JTT do? <laughs> and I mean, solid advice. But I emailed him immediately and said, you're not allowed to listen to the pod anymore. That's not from the pod, right? He's yeah. No, when Ben was here, we asked who your first celebrity crush was. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Benny the Jet Rodriguez. You know, I, yeah, cool, 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 cool. I edited that podcast. I listened to it. Yep. Many times. Yep. I don't remember that. He I remember it now. He had just listened to it, so it was like fresh. Nice. I think that's the only one he's listened to, but very fun. Um, yeah. I've also gotten many Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and one Kristen Stewart is a bad actress picture. All in this shared document that we're both in. And I haven't retaliated at all, and I just don't know what to do. And honestly, I might do nothing because I my brain You can slash his tires. Noted. <laughs> Did you not know that was an option before? Did you need me to I wasn't going to take it that far, but if I have permission, I feel like... From from me? Yeah. I'm... Okay. Anybody giving me permission is enough. Great. <laughs> That's all I need. Just one person in my corner. Timmy, I need you to know I will never be that person for you. Ouch. We could stop being friends tomorrow. <laughs> you can't use my own words against me. That's not how this court of law works. <laughs> Wait, what is this show? True Crimes of Benny the Jet Rodriguez? Don't bring Benny into this. He did nothing. <laughs> Listen, if you knew what I knew... Are you and Benny tight? No, because if you knew what I knew, you wouldn't assume we'd be tight. Oh, okay. Sick. So we know Benny the Jet Rodriguez and Jonathan Taylor Thomas Yes. Um, are on this list. We don't know where on the list. But go ahead and tell me, Timmy. You've seen... Inside Out. Yeah. Every one of our listeners has assumedly seen Inside Out. Hopefully so. If you have it, it's on Disney Plus and it's amazing. So good. So yeah, here's my question for you. Mm -hmm. If you had five celebrities yep. driving your little emotions. Cute. Your joy, sadness, anger, disgust, and fear. Mm -hmm. Who would they be and why? Okay. Maybe not in why. We don't have to justify everything we do. This is America. This is the gentle bully pod. <laughs> yeah, we... We, <laughs> we extend past... The bounds of nationality is fuck the system. Yeah. Except for no snitching motherfucker, I think is a very sound rule to live by. Thanks, John. 
Speaking of John. Yes. Mulaney. Uh-huh. He would be my fear. He is, he's my disgust. <gasps> Amazing. So I just think that he would be, he just makes sense to fear in my head because he has so many things that he is unwell about. I think the John Mulaney impersonating middle school girls mm. is my disgust. There. John Mulaney being scared of middle schoolers is my fear. <laughs> <laughs> that no, that tracks though. right. Yeah, yeah, I would. Like, yeah, we're both sides of this equation. <laughs> that tracks. Anytime that would like come up in me, you would respond that way. Yeah, just <laughs> damn. Okay. Okay. Uh, my disgust, Anna Kendrick. I feel like she would just bring the level of disgust that I normally bring to a situation. Okay. Okay. Um, we're just gonna go back and forth. That's what we're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, for okay. sure. My fear. Um, so there's an episode of The Office. <laughs> yeah. Where um the cold open is Dwight and Andy did a photo shoot to like talk about their sales and like put them up on billboards and it turned out people had vandalized these billboards by putting phallic shapes on them. <laughs> and so Dwight realizes what had happened once he reaches the office and they tell so they tell him and he runs out. Going, no, 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 no. And he runs all the way to the billboard and then looks up and goes, no! <laughs> That's my fear. That, like, sequence? That's my fear, yep. <laughs> okay. Once I learn about it, I have to go find out, screaming in terror the whole time. And then I realize it was true and I, yep. On your knees, fists to heaven, no! <laughs> fists to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we want to go next? Which you choose. Um, I think we have the same anger, so I'm going to go there. Oh, we don't. Oh, did you change yours? Because we've talked about this before, and I mentioned somebody, and you said, oh, that was mine. Oh, well, I rewrote the list today because I forgot everything before. My anger is Nick Offerman. Uh, yeah, like, I thought that was going to be your anger. I think no validation necessary. No, here. absolutely. Like, and full stop. Yeah, and full stop. You <laughs> <laughs> used it a lot recently. I know, I need to stop. Um... My anger is Aubrey Plaza, who Ooh. plays April from Parks and Rec. She was almost my disgust. See, I changed her from disgust to anger mm. because it's that quiet anger, that brewing anger. That's more me. I'll like explode when I'm alone, but when I'm with you, it's a, it's a brewing fucking anger. That's honestly kind of fair for me too, but I feel like just when I think of anger and Nick Offerman, it's the silent staring at you. And just, you know that pissed. Just fucking pissed. Let's do Joy. Great. Um, well, my Joy's kind of obvious. If you know me, um, he is my spirit animal. It's Chris Pratt playing Andy from from Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. We're both a golden retriever. And, yep. uh, and he is me. As, like, spirit animal. Not like not like he wants to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he does. And you should not want to be him. I have feelings. What? You remember that? About Andy? No, about Chris Pratt. I'm saying Andy. I understand. I needed to separate them in my brain for a second. Okay. I get that. But you are Andy. Yeah, like, I'm I not Chris Pratt. No. No, you are I don't Andy. have abs. Okay. That's how I, I measure a man. <laughs> By his abs? One, two, three. It's very, it's, it's very categorical. Easy measurement. Cool. <laughs> Such a weird place to be like, my joy. <laughs> this is Chris Pratt with his shirt off. <laughs> Just any man with his shirt on? No. <laughs> Not um, me, because I don't have abs, like my, I said. <laughs> my joy. I had, a, I had an issue picking. I have two people written down, and I still... I was like, oh, I'll pick it spur of the moment. I don't know why I thought I could do that. Pick um, one. 
I know I have to right now. It's Robin Williams. Oh shit. I'm thinking Robin Williams from Birdcage. Oh, I love Robin Williams in Hook. When he finds his joy, when, when he, he starts to fly in when crows. He, yeah, and he uh, sees the food. And he's finally playing along. Yeah. Yeah, that's my joy, which is so good. It makes me happy, fittingly. Um, my sadness is Lynn Manuel Miranda. Oh, buddy. Because I feel like he does such a good job of like orchestrating sad feelings and like making them known in such a beautiful way. Because my sadness is not beautiful like that. Mine is, it feels so messy. And I like how he can put it together in that way. I challenge the listeners to try to guess my sadness. I bet you can't. No cheating. Comment. Email us. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Timmy, do you have any idea? I'm going to say right now, it's kind of cheating. But it's not really. But it is. I'm so confused as to what that means. Let me give you a clue. Is it a character or is it an act, like an actual person? It's a fucking animated character. Oh, ooh, an animated character? Yes. Is it from Coco? <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Sorry. It's from Frozen. <laughs> it's Finn. <No. laughs> I don't know how he could be anybody's sadness. Yeah, I know. Um, off. Anyway. No, it's a I giant don't. snow monster. <laughs> His name is Marshmallow. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know at all. Please tell me. It's Eeyore. Oh. I get really like that sometimes. It's really rough. That's That yeah. was my whole fucking week. Oh. Yeah. That and anger. It was like it was a rough time. Just jumping back and forth. I'm rewatching I'm rewatching The Good Place. <gasps> Fantastic. And Michael is like, Why do you have so many emotions? You only need two. Anger and confusion. Uh, yeah, so I think anger and confusion are a great combination to just get me where I need to be. Yeah. That was a lot of my last week. Oh, sorry, bud. Hey, That's there's so alcohol awesome. for a reason, right? What doesn't kill you? Oh, no, go ahead and plug that right now. <laughs> I just made a new sticker and I sent it to Ben as well as showing Landon today because I needed somebody else to okay it. And it's just a sticky note that says what doesn't kill you. Gives you unhealthy coping mechanisms and a weird sense of humor. So buy that. Everyone buy that. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. I'm going to print it in the next day or two because I'm so stoked. So I would like one, please. I was going to bring you one. I was going to give one to Ben as well. Lovely. Okay. So here's my question. Yeah. Because I know that people have like more vivid imaginations than I do. Okay. I don't really like visualize things. I don't see... Yeah, it's confusing. I can, whenever someone says picture something, mm-hmm. there's never a picture. Oh, really? Are you that person? Some people make a big deal of it. Like, um, what's, what's aphantasia? That's what, it, is what is it's that, called. Yeah. Where you, you just can't picture things in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever. But yeah, so I, I can't, but I'm, I'm curious if like that whole, a person's id, their internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. Cause you get like, um, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. The little, her little animated bit. Yeah. Her, her id, like, was a character. Is that a thing that people have? I By the way, we're talking about mental health today, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if we said that. I brought it up with my high when I was talking uh, to Rachel about it this morning. But more specifically. Rachel, my boss? My sister-in-law. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Your, I don't know your boss. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do visualize things. Like, if you say picture a thing, I can see it. If, you know, 
my internal dialogue is going, there's usually stuff happening in my brain that I can also visualize. I don't visualize like a little person or anything, but like with certain things, there is a very specific visual that happens every time. Like if I, if I hurt something or if I'm having like a mental health situation, I think of what always pops up is, you know, in like uh, health books, they have like that outline of a person and there's like glowing red spots. Yeah. That's what I see. So like, that's kind of how I visualize things. Like if I, like I've had surgeries before and I've had like uh, really bad migraines for a really long time and you know, they tell you like, oh, on a scale of one to 10, how bad does it hurt? And it's if it's more painful, it's glowing brighter and it's okay. bigger. And I've always done this thing where if something hurts and I'm like trying to get it to not hurt, I try to visualize the glow dimming. Oh, fuck. So, go on. That was kind of the end of my sentence. But okay. it just it I I've never explained this to anybody before. So I feel like it, I'm trying to yeah, do well, my you're best. explaining it to 20 million people now. So we don't have that many give listeners. Give or take. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, that's fascinating because I've heard stories. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't necessarily true, but I've heard that, like, a monk was able to to stay alive through the night in a freezer because he meditated on an image of a candle mm-hmm. at his center. So that kept him warm. Mm-hmm. And he's able to, like, more or less regulate his own blood flow to, like, keep his internal organs functioning. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, that, that that sparks the same type of thing to me. If you're able to just not repress that, I don't see that makes it sound unhealthy. Yeah. But if you're able to to control that, contain that. Yeah. No, um, I understand what you're to trying to say. To such a degree. That's fascinating to me. I will say most of the time, if something hurts and I'm like doing this, I've also taken a like a Tylenol. As you should. I'm not just like with my own meditative power because I don't have that like fixing myself. I'm for sure taking some type of drugs. Medicine. <laughs> I was trying to think of the word not drugs because I'm just like not popping like whatever. But you know, you what take is something. <laughs> like you, you know, you know, you, take you know, I be high as hell. Stop. <laughs> um, it's really interesting that you don't visualize it though. Yeah. So I know. We- you did write down like different prompts for us. I don't think this is one of them. Um, how do you handle when you get overwhelmed by emotions? Oh, not well. Not how do you handle. What do you do? Not even necessarily to cope, but how do you respond whenever you get overwhelmed by emotions? Um, I am a shutdown person. Oh my god, me too. I don't know how to handle a lot of emotions. I don't even know how to handle like one too many. Um. For example, happiness, (laughs) joy, as it were. Um, So if I'm like, if I'm overwhelmed and I'm like scared about something happening and I'm feeling like really anxious about it or, and then something else gets added into that because of external stimuli or somebody else doing something to me, I physically just, my brain turns off and then nothing's happening, which feels like a win, but I know it's, but I I know it's not, I know that that's not healthy. But in the moment, it's solving an issue. What? Because in, in Inside Out, mm-hmm. um, Riley, the main character, the girl, um, joy is her driving emotion. Mm-hmm. In her mom, it's sadness. And in her father, it's anger. Mm-hmm. What emotion? It doesn't have to be out of those five. But what emotion tends to drive you? Oh, God. I knew you were going to ask this question. I, like, felt it. But I never thought of an answer because it kind of 
It's a lot. It's fucking terrifying um, to think about. I'm trying to really identify. I'm scared of so much of what's happening in this episode. So fear. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like I operate out of fear. Sure. I feel like I operate out of trying my absolute best in what I think the best situation is at the time. And so, like, I don't know if trying is an emotion, but it's just like I am fighting my damnedest to just like show up some days and i don't i don't know how to put that like i don't know what emotion that is yeah that's such, that's such a weird thing to be able to put a label on yeah um because yeah it's just your driving force is having a driving force yeah yeah and like some days it's smooth sailing like some days i'm doing great and it's fine and i don't worry about anything or at least like many things because i'm always worried about something okay well we can go outside of like what emotion mm-hmm. um so i'll i'll be nice i'll go ahead and answer my please yeah um if we're going with emotion i think it's joy because i really i try my damnedest to to do that in every situation but if it's what like actually drives me mm-hmm. and like pushes me i think it's um just responsibility is like the main thing that um, it's, it's become an issue. I don't think it hasn't become an issue, but it's, it's become something to address in my relationship with Lexi that it's very important to me that if someone were to describe me, one thing, one word they would use every time is dependable or reliable. That is like probably the highest praise you can give a person in my opinion. And so if I believe that about other people, I need to be able to have other people believe that about me. And so I will like overcommit myself to different things. And therefore it becomes a problem in my relationship with Lexi because it means I tend to undercommit to us mm-hmm. or household things. And so, yeah, like for me, yeah, driving emotion is joy, but driving force is just responsibility. And I guess honestly what other people think about me, but not in the sense of like gossip to any degree. Yeah. Char- like I, I just want them to like believe I have good character. Mm-hmm. I think my driving force is really wanting people to show up to my funeral is really like what I want. Oh, damn. Yeah. it's We don't have to get into that. Um, I mean, I'm going to pull a bin and say, let's not talk about that. Okay. We, hey, Ben, we don't have to talk about what I just said. We can maybe get into you. it a touch later. Um, not oh, about, not oh, about good. Ben. Not about Ben. Um, I, I mean, I understand. I get what you're saying. I think that while yours is like driving to be a certain thing. I'm always worried that I'm too much in situations. You okay? And that's the sentence for right now. Okay. I'm really trying not to cry. I don't know why. That was a lot. On that note, <laughs> um, just to like get some clarification as we go further into this episode. Yeah. Um, what does the phrase mental health mean to you? Uh, um, probably if you were mentally healthy, you wouldn't be crying in response to the last question. Let's uh, do is that too soon? I think mental health is how you work out situations. If you're doing them in a way that's healthy for yourself and for those around you who it's going to affect. And the way that you talk to yourself and carry yourself through that like internal dialogue that you keep. Sure. Um, for me, I think it's... Un- I mean, this is... Ah, I bit my tongue. Um, got a small mouth. Good, so we're both in pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, mental health is how you identify what you're feeling and how you respond to it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I feel like that is such a spectrum that to, to say it's healthy is like you are fully aware. 100% healthy is you're fully aware of your emotions. Not you control them, but you are aware of them. Mm-hmm. And you respond to them with healthy coping mechanisms. Yes. And I feel like most people who are aware of mental health as a concept understand what a healthy coping mechanism is sure. versus just a coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you have healthy coping mechanisms set up in your own life? Um, set up? No. Okay. I think I used to. So I, we were going to talk about this eventually anyway. So I went to therapy a couple years ago before I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if all of our listeners know about this because most of them are just our close friends. <laughs> so, but yeah, like it was, it was hard for me to to wait so long to get married because Lex and I got together when we were in high school, and then we didn't get engaged until after Lexi graduated college, and then we're waiting two years to get married to like plan the wedding, etc. Um, and so it was very difficult for me, mm-hmm. and it was causing a lot of stress in my life. And yeah, like my my work would pay for a few therapy sessions. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and do that. And I yeah talked to him. And he, really what he did was help me understand what I was feeling. And also helped me understand the good and bad of it. And from there, I kind of created my own coping mechanisms. That was a couple years ago. I I said last episode, I need to go back to therapy. I really do. Um, Same Z's. Yeah. I mean, you made a move today to try to go back to therapy and then just like... They didn't answer the phone, right? It really wasn't going back to therapy. It's going to therapy. Going to therapy I've sure. never gone to therapy. What are, I... what are your thoughts about therapy? I think that therapy overall is a fantastic thing. I think that most people probably need therapy. Yeah. In, you know, whatever your life has put in front of you. I don't like, I'm not scared of like the stigma of like going to therapy where people are like, oh, you're in therapy. Like, I don't care about that. I'm scared of going to therapy and then they're going to tell me things that I knew and then they're going to tell me things that I also didn't know. And there's going to be more than what I just thought because I don't. I know that there's things that I probably don't do well, um, but I don't want more things that I don't do well. I believe a good therapist would not just point out the things that you're not doing well, but have counters of like, here's how you could do it well. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that that's probably, you know, what would happen because, you know, therapy is there to help your mental health. Right. And make it better. And, like, give you the healthy coping mechanisms. But, you know, the little troll that lives inside my brain would be like, there's bad things in there. Let's let's talk about those. Let's think about those when you're laying at night in bed. Totally. Absolutely. One big thing for me, I I feel like my one, so I went three times. Mm -hmm. um, Because it was a very acute situation where it's like, I'm getting married in a few months. Mm -hmm. And I'm just tired of having to wait a few months. Um, and then there was a global pandemic. And so we got married earlier. It was great. <laughs> um, literally one month earlier. So good on me. But um, which, by the way, if you're going to get married, do it right before a global pandemic. <laughs> it was great. So I'm just hearing that I'm late to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What? <laughs> you went. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah. Times. But yeah. So what I, what I think made that situation successful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked in, I sat down, I was like, hey, I'm Joe. Um, Is that his real name? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, like, doing a bit. No. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm Joe. I still have his phone number in my, on a sticky note in my wallet. Um, he said, hey, call me when you're about to have kids, because you're going to need me. (laughs) 
I mean, Joe, way to keep it real, but also... Yeah, yeah like... What the fuck? It was great. It was... No, it was absolutely fantastic. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because um, he... We were talking about trust. Mm-hmm. And, like, the trust that I had for Lexi and people around me and whatnot. And he said that I I made the choice of to whom I get my trust. Mm-hmm. Right? I can walk in, sit down, decide I trust Joe, decide I don't. Nothing Joe does matters. That's my decision to do it. But even before he said that, I walked in and I'm like, I'm fucking here. I'm not going to half-ass therapy because I'm here for me. And so I walked in and said, I'm going to give you everything you ask for because any less is harmful to me. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I just like any question he asked, I answered as honestly, as openly as I could. And I tried to take everything he, he gave me. But like also for me, the problem was not being able to be aware of what emotions I had and, and what sparked them and so i understand that that's not like the answer like, yeah. just trust your therapist like no a lot of people trust their fucking therapist and 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 good stuff hasn't abounded forth yeah but um yeah as far as the stigma you talked about mm-hmm. with, with with therapy just go to fucking therapy yeah like stop it they're not gonna they're not there to hurt you they're there to help you and they can help you the most if you let them i think that that's my one of my issues I've never trusted a person that much. Sure. And like, I don't know what it's going to be like, because I am very aware of who I am as a person. And I know that like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do like an online therapy situation. Like I need to sit in a room with a person to be like, yes, you're a real person. This week's episode of Gentle Bullying is brought to you by happiness. Are you sad? Well, stop it with happiness. All right, so when you personally are having a bad mental health day and you yeah. know that, like, you're just not feeling it, do you have, I guess it would be a coping mechanism, or, like, do you just have a way to, like, get you out of it? What's your, like, go-to that you're like, this will make me feel better? I can't answer that question. That's okay. The answer is yes. Okay. That's fine. Do you have things that you've seen that have helped your mental health? Like something that you do regularly that you're just like, hey, I didn't know that this was going to be helpful, but it actually ended up being really helpful. No. So one thing we do whenever we take Dax on a walk, Mm -hmm. um, he he comes back to us very well. He's very well controlled with us. So we let him out the front door and then we just have him run around between our yard and our neighbor's yard. We're close enough with our neighbors. We know that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, They love Dax. And so he's just running back and forth. And literally the pure joy that I get out of that once or twice has brought a tear to my eye because I'm in such a low spot mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I just feel such joy seeing him enjoy himself so much. He's running around. He's like playing with us. Um, it's fantastic. During Christmas time, I'll watch Klaus. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Prior to that movie. Sometimes you need a good, like a good cry and like sometimes a movie just will help start it for yeah. you. Yeah. Kaya and I have a note that we share on our phones, and it's a list of sad movies. Oh. That sounds really sad. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> but they're good movies. Like, they're fantastic. So, like, like Lord of the Rings. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but, you know, like, Me Before You, or The Fault in Our Stars. Just good movies that, like, get to I cry. I cried a lot more reading that book. Than the movie? Bald reading the book. I cried during the movie. Bald reading the book. So... It was rough. Kaya and I both read the book before we saw the movie, and then we went and saw it on opening night. Um, it was pretty close. Kaya finished the book while I was right next to her, and I was playing Flappy Bird. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's... It was 2014. Weeping. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she's, like, weeping, and she turns to me, and I said, oh, good, you finished it. I beat my high score on Flappy ah! Bird. <laughs> she never lets me forget it. Oh, you never said, though, 
do you do you have any like coping mechanisms more or less that like help you get out of a spot? So I have been reading, which we know last year I read 80 books. This year my goal is 120. Um, it kind of helps just quiet my brain down. Um, and then I've been attempting to make sure that I am not isolating myself when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. Um, and that's really helpful because Kaya calls me every single day and we talk on the phone every single day. Damn. It, or it, I'm going to say six out of seven days of the week. Sometimes we're doing stuff when we just text. But I don't even see my wife that often. Be- the besties, schedules. yeah, and you know, besties for the resties. But doing this has been very helpful as well because it's not just Kaya that I'm keeping in contact with. I to do this have to keep in contact with you to like plan things and right. talk and this is such a good time that even if i was a li- feeling a little funky before once i'm here and we start talking about whatever we're talking about it doesn't feel as much of a big deal that's fair you're kind of cool i guess hey thanks oh should i respond no. or oh okay no i was just paying you a compliment thank you just because i felt like it you're pretty neat um one thing that yeah one thing that has consistently bring me joy is editing the podcast and being able to just go back and listen to our conversations for the first time because that's that's pretty lovely i love listening to the like the first draft that gets sent to me which mostly most of the time lately has just been the only draft and are also the final hashtag low standards oh i think that i hold this to a pretty good standard yeah i just enjoy us (laughs) (laughs) am i a narcissist maybe okay despite all my being mean to you and not so gentle bullying you yeah as per my definition of what bullying is earlier this evening timmy have you had anything recently that that's felt like an encouragement that maybe it wasn't intentional, but it's like lifted you up? So I had my friend Kara send me, it was like just one of those stupid things you see on like Facebook and Instagram. And it was like, forward this to this person who like who you think of immediately. And she thought of me. And so she forwarded it to me and I read it. And, and it says, who's a dumb bitch? me um i am the most stupid person that i know um but she was like i just thought of you immediately hope you like this and she sent it to me just like kind of as like a here you go and i cried oh because it was so nice but i was like i was like i couldn't have been the first person you thought of but i saved it because it made you cry because it was nice um I don't think that I am this, but she said she thought of me, and I I still don't think that I'm this, but uh, it's a person I'd like to be, which is why I saved it. And she says, you know those people who are just luminous? Like, they're so beautiful and everything that they do is endearing, and all you can do is stare and hope that someday their light hits you. Maybe it's not even romantic. They're just such people. They're humans, but they're great and they're beautiful, and you can't make yourself look away. And I wept. God. <laughs> because that is the sweetest thing i don't think that that's me and i think that it's wonderful that she thought of me like that and it's beautiful but it's a person i'd like to be you are that to someone yeah i'd like to see myself like that now that you say that i have a little segue it's relevant segue i have a little rabbit trail it's relevant okay um 
in one of my classes, my professor's like, he wants to be like in this book. He wants to more or less be our Mr. Keating. And it's it's fine. It's harmless. So, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mr. Keating from Dead Poets Society. Yeah, oh, Captain, anyway, my Captain. Yes. I got it. Not everyone else did, probably. Okay, that's fair. Um, I forgot that there's more people. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so um, he just read a, like, two-line poem and just had us do a brief writing about it. Mm-hmm. And it's, everyone needs someone who sees greatness inside of them, even in their darkest times. Mm-hmm. And so... And it was in my um, teaching as a profession class. And so everyone, like, we wrote and then our table discussed. And this one girl wrote about, in high school, how her parents were that for her. Like, her home was such a safe place. And then the other person at our table is like, yeah, as a teacher, you need to, <laughs> you need to see the greatness in your kids. I'm like, ah, that's what class we're in. Yeah, that's not what I wrote. And... <laughs> But what, what I wrote was, um, the only one, that person is Lexi for me. But in order for me to find the, the level of personal inner success that I want to attain, I have to be that person for myself. Mm-hmm. Even in my darkest hour, I have to see the greatness inside of me. And I think that's a challenge that you know, the vast majority of people face, is, is wanting to see even goodness inside of them. Yeah. Let alone greatness. Mm-hmm. But um, to be able to now, I was going to say to be able to pull yourself out of the darkness, but I don't think that's required to be great or to be mentally healthy, to be able to know when to ask yeah. someone, mm-hmm. I think is is the biggest thing a person can do when they're in their darkest time. Yeah. It's Asking to, for help is hard. Yeah. That's why people are terrified of therapy. That's why it's taken us so long to call and make appointments because we have to call. Yeah. And honestly, I'd rather go in person than call. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Um, Do we have phone anxiety? Do are you nervous about? I have, I have trauma behind that. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, just I. Okay, you don't have to share. It's okay. But yeah, I, I love that idea that you want to be able to, to see that person inside yourself. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's so weird taking compliments. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, you, you I, included. <laughs> I, yeah, it's something that I am more purposefully attempting to do is when somebody compliments me to say thank you and accept the compliment and like take it instead of just being like, yeah, cool. Because you know when somebody's like, oh, hey, your dress is really cool and you don't say thank you, you just go, oh, it has pockets. Right. Because that's easier. And when people are like, hey, I like your shirt, yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's not even like thanks me too. And I had to be like corrected on that. It's like they paid you a compliment, you need to thank them. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have to do that inside my brain to myself when people compliment me. I have to like first say thank you. Like I'm I'm a toddler again. Right. With myself. Say thank you. Yeah. Do you have anything that's been encouraging? Or was that yeah. your thing? Oh no, that Do you have another? Yeah, that okay. I mean yes, that did encourage me. It helped me try to see just yeah, who 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 I really want to be for me. Mm-hmm. Not just like who am I going to be so people come to my funeral? <laughs> Once again, we don't have to get into that shit. And, um... The second time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a relatively recent revelation that, re- revelation that that's why I do that shit. Um, it's very upsetting. Was it because you watched Gilmore Girls and nobody went to Luke's uncle's funeral? No. Except for Luke and Lorelai? No, um... Yeah, we don't have to get into why. That's okay. that shit. I cried, you cry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't cry. <laughs> I would not be good. It wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to handle it. 
You don't have to handle it. It's fine. <laughs> We're fine. I need something to make fun of you about. <laughs> my face, my teeth, anything. <laughs> If anybody says anything about how we were bullshitting this episode, I they will catch these hands. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that 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 was encouraging. But the main thing it happened this week. It happened just the other day. So last semester, I realized that the best way to like set myself apart in the career the career I'm pursuing, or any career I want to pursue, is to like find a mentor, teacher, professor. Yeah. And so, um, so I asked one of my, one of my professors last year, just kind of in passing. But it was very intentional um, to to be my mentor, and then I don't have any any classes with her this semester, and I didn't really reach out, but I like saw her walking back to my car, and we realized like she changed the the day of the week for for math club, which I was only going to go to to like have contact with her and like to to like network. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like probably going to be in there with people graduating before me, and so they they'll be good contacts to have in the future. Um, and I'm sure it's fun. Dr. Barry, if you're listening, I'm sure it's fun. Um, <laughs> but no, and so, so she, she just emailed me, um, and just, just offered up, offered to meet up. And it was such a light thing. And we'd agreed upon it ahead of time, mm-hmm. more or less. But yeah, um, it was very encouraging. Last semester, she meant a lot to me. Um, yeah. And it was really nice that she reached back out. I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah. I like when, um, I like when people do that thing where they send you something and they just go, I saw this and I thought of you. It's real cute. Or when you buy stuff. Or when you buy a little peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> it looks like me and Lexi. Yeah, I saw it and I said, hey, this looks like Landon and Lexi. <laughs> a, little, a little plush peanut butter and jelly holding hands. Yeah. I had a poem sent to me and I actually saved it as my lock screen because somebody sent it to me and I was like, mm, yes. Um, it says... He says you're opinionated as if it's an insult to have ideas so big that he chokes on the size of them. And evidently that's my vibe. Nice. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> it, was, it made my heart happy. That was really good. Um, well, I think, one, I'm going to drive all the segues this episode, which is fine. Please do that. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, I think we've shown well enough that we're not Okay. I'm so unwell. I've never <laughs> claimed to be fine. Oh, I only claim to be fine. Uh, no, I'm actually, fine. I say that I'm fine way too often, which I think shows how not fine I am. Yeah. Um, I was asked when I sat down in class today, he's like, hey, how's your week? I'm like, it's fine. And then I explained how fine it was. It's it's fine. I had a teacher who I've talked about on this podcast before. His name is Lem. Right. He was the... um love others as you love yourself yes. learning to love yourself he would start classes every once in a while it wasn't every class but whatever he did it he was so good at just like feeling the energy and when this question was necessary he would ask how's your soul today which is Fucking deeper black limb which is deeper than how's your heart how's your how are you feeling how's your soul and then he would he would always start he would go first because his when he was, you know, thinking leadership, which is what he was teaching, you know, a leader, I'm going to take that step out first, an example sure. for my people. And so he would, you know, go into my soul is weary today. My soul is joyful today. My soul is however he was feeling. And he explained it so well that whenever it got to me, I would just be like, my soul is trying. My soul is present, but like barely. And I would just feel so inadequate. But the question still sticks with me. 
And I think about it ever so often, which you know is the hallmark of a fantastic teacher. Yeah. And I messaged him about it, I don't know, a couple years ago at one point. And I was just like, I just thought and asked my youths how their soul was. And it was the deepest conversation we've had. And I appreciate you that you for that. Yeah. But also I still think about it. Like to this day, every now and then it pops up in my brain, which is an alert to me that I should take mental inventory. We're never going to finish this episode. I'm so um, sorry. No, because no, I have... Um, Lex and I were on a walk, and we just got on each other's nerves, and then we, and it was just a little bit of back and forth. It was fully unintentional every time. Um, and as we're finishing our walk, we kind of broke out of it, and she's like, how are we? And I'm like, we're like 90%. We're good. We're solid. And then something happened that I like, like between our, our dog and like another dog mm-hmm. um, that irritated the fuck out of me. And so I shut back down. As we talked about, I, I closed down. Mm-hmm. And so we get back into the house. And it was just across the street. So we get back into the house. And I know that I'm very upset. And I'm appearing very upset. So I like collect my thoughts. And I tell her, we're at a 90%. I'm at like a 60%. And being able to qualify that for me and for her was the biggest thing. Like, I've never done that before, mm-hmm. but for her to know I'm not mad at her, I'm just I'm just upset. Mm-hmm. I'm making it sound like we fight a lot, and then I like get <laughs> mad at my wife a lot. That's not the case. But whenever I'm up, whenever one of us gets upset, the other one just also shuts down because that's how we do. Yeah. And so it's it's hard. Also, it's hard being in a two person household. I would assume when like one person's not okay, you feel weird being okay. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? It's it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. Um, one thing, I don't know if it's in every syllabus, but I have I have two professors that are that are husband and wife, and they both put that in their syllabus. Cute. It's okay to not be okay. The, this is how you can reach out to people. You can reach out to us. We're trained in these things. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit, you and I, outside the podcast. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear that, I'm either okay or I'm, I'm realizing right then that, holy shit, I'm not okay. Every time you hear it. It's okay to not be okay. And so it's nice to hear that. Yeah. Whenever I hear it, I have, I've got like two go-to reactions. If I'm actually okay and I hear it's okay to not be okay, I go, yeah, it's fine, guys. Like, and I'm like all behind it and I think it's a good saying. But then every now and then when I'm not okay and I hear it, I go, oh, God, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> and like that is obviously a trigger. And I, know at that point like hey let's think about it because if i'm getting mad about it i'm probably not okay yeah and it's fine to be there obviously but uh i don't want to be yeah being not okay is hard it's really hard yeah but if you're not okay you're, you're not alone and i think that's that's the biggest thing for me is i always feel very alone when i'm not okay when i'm very not okay yeah um hey you want to you want to lighten things up a little bit because we don't know how to deal with serious things. Yes, please. Yeah, let's play a game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we're not going to name the game, but here's how it works. Great. Listeners, you can name the game if you want to. Email us ideas. Um, so the game. Yep. You are going to have a random movie come up mm-hmm. on your internet device. Cool. And you have three seconds to describe it to me without like dead giveaways with like if it's Lord of the Rings, you say Lord of the Rings. <laughs> can't do so that. I can't. I can't use the title. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like three second fishbowl. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'll go back and forth two or three times each. I feel like I'm going to be so bad at this game. Everybody watch me struggle. Listen to me struggle. Ooh, watch me. <laughs> do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, You mean... Do you want to describe first? Do you want me to describe first? You describe first. Okay. Oh, I'm overwhelmed. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Um, Liam Neeson, daughter, vacation. Taken. Yes. Yes. I was so worried. You said Liam Neeson and I said, I know one movie <laughs> with that man. <laughs> Vacation. Uh, okay. It's th- you, you, you. You set three seconds on your timer, correct? Yeah. Okay. I just looked up a list of random movies. I did a random movie generator. Great. I didn't even look up generator. I just looked up a list of random ass movies. Awesome. Are they movies that we've seen? Probably. I did That's not. Key. I didn't pick a movie that I didn't know. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I can't describe it then. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. So I felt like that was. Can you tell me when to go? Okay. Ready. One. I'm going to count down to three, and then it's going to count down to three. (laughs) Okay. I lost my son. He's a fish. Uh, Finding Nemo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I lost my son. He's He's a a fish. fish. Because I was about to be like, taken. (laughs) I was like, oh, home alone. Taken too. Lost in New York. (laughs) Thank you, Timmy. (laughs) All right, my turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, They do karate. They're animals. They're 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 adolescent. Kung Fu Panda. Oh no! It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Kung Fu Panda does kung fu. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're yep. Oh yeah, you do two more. I'll do one more. Okay. This is fun. I love this game. This is very fun. <laughs> Finding a movie is hard. I have not seen a lot of these random movies. I don't know how. To... <laughs> Batman came up, and my <laughs> my brain went, "I'm Batman." <laughs> I was like, "No, that can't be a description because it says the name." Okay, that one got it. Okay. Where's my can't? Where's my thing? <laughs> Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. That's for scouts. <laughs> You started saying the rest of the quote, and I was just like, that's not the movie title. It's <laughs> like, oh no, Landon, that's wrong. This movie list that I pulled up, they're all like old ass movies from like the 50s. I don't know those movies. Okay, ready? Yeah. I control the weather. It's food. Claudia with a chance of me. Yeah, girl, get it. Okay, so now. I control the weather. It's food. <laughs> Now. I lost my son. He's a fish. (laughs) Show me two sound bites that have the same energy. (laughs) Said by different people. Okay, Timmy. Um, I've gotten two right. You've gotten two right. Mm -hmm. But I've missed one. This is your last chance. This is it. If I don't get this, we tie, and that's just devastating. Mm, You're right. Scrolling. Scrolling into life. You can't find an obvious one finding Dory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, have I not seen any movies? <laughs> like, what is this list? You've seen Taken. <laughs> I have. Okay, I have one. She tries on a dress and poops in the street. What? What? 
Wait. She she tries on a dress and then poops and in the then street. Poops in the street. Yep. It's a very well known movie. Is it Lady in the Tramp? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Bridesmaids. I've never seen Bridesmaids. Oh, I feel like you would like it. It's very funny. <laughs> Great. I really sold it there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you like it. It's funny. <laughs> she you tries know, on a dress and, and poops, she poops in, in the, the street. <laughs> So well, to me, that was a devastating time. I really tried to get a movie that I thought you would have seen. Okay. Do you think it's worth it to do a sudden death? Yeah, we can. Okay. Sudden death. I am going to... It's my turn first. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Here it is. I might not be able to do this one. I'm so worried. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. I ride a moped. I jump over things. I like to party. I ride a moped. I jump over things. Oh, it's Hot Rod. It's Hot Rod! <laughs> I like to party. <laughs> I like to party. Hey, I'm Rod, and I like to party. <laughs> I thought that was a good pull. That is a good pull. Um, I want you to know, every time somebody says cool beans cool around beans. me, <laughs> my initial reaction is to go, cool, 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 cool beans, beans, beans. <laughs> because <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Oh, God. Okay, so we'll, we'll call it I one. That was a sudden death. That's how that works. Wait, how is that you winning and not me winning? I guessed it. I described it. In Taboo, I get a point if... if oh, because you described well, it teams. effectively. Yeah. But also... You want to do one more? I guessed it, right? Okay. You want one more? Yeah, I've got it. Redemption, and then that's it. Okay, ready? Ready. There are a couple, they got too many kids, lots of kids, so many kids. Super by the dozen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of kids, so many kids. I was like trying to figure out how to say a dozen without saying a they dozen. so many kids, <laughs> lots of kids, too many kids. <laughs> I would say too many children. If one were to ask. <laughs> Did you ever quantify how many kids you wanted when you were like thinking about like a family in yeah, the like future? two or three. Okay. I never put a number on it. Yeah, um, it like, sounds exhausting. Honestly, kids at all sound exhausting, but... <laughs> yeah, for sure. But also, like, I don't know, somewhere in my brain, like, there was never a number of children. And I'm like, how many kids am I going to have? Yeah, I, I have a had a professor who has five kids, three of whom are adopted. And so he's, like, going through, like, day one, like, this is me. He's like, and if you're ever wondering how many kids is too many kids, it's five. <laughs> yeah, so five is too many, all subjectively. Right. Good to know. Great. Um, you want to call it there, Timmy? Yeah, yeah. Let's call it a day. Anything you got to plug? Yes, I do have a plug. I found a new song this week. It actually has to do with mental health. Um, the song is called Numb Little Bug by M. Behold, E.M. By M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> yeah. Amazing director. Did a great job making this song. Um, it talks about mental health, but it's a little bit like more upbeat, but... It's very honest, and I like it. It's a good song. I will link it in our Gentle Bully Pod Bops playlist on Spotify. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing new going on. I'm re-watching The Good Place, so I'll plug that. Honestly, a great plug. Great show. Um, they, they knew how long they wanted to make it, because that's how long it would take to be amazing. Mm-hmm. They did it. They did not extend it unnecessarily. You got a dope soul and hella ethics. Yeah, so you can follow me. At double L height on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Timory Ann, the same places. You can follow the podcast, the same places, at Gentle Bully Pod. You can email us ideas, thoughts, questions, etc. GentleBullyPod at gmail.com. And yeah, stay healthy out there, kids. Mm-hmm.
Okay, love you. Bye. Bye, bitch. Ugh, I am the stupidest person that I know. Is that your superlative in <laughs> high school? <laughs> no, nobody knew me in high school.